On this week's Hyperlocal Celebrity, I play my first socially distanced wedding, have the worst migraine of my career, and join an extended household. All this and more on this week's... If I ever stop taking photos of myself, we'll be ready. Hi, um, I sound a little hoarse because I just got back from a wedding. So I spent an hour in my car today. And um, well, I spent an hour each way in my car. It was in Flonsey. So um, <clears throat> the air conditioning was blasting. And now I'm like, oh, <sighs> well, here we are. Hi, how are you? Um, I... I um, I've had a week. I've had a week for the first time in a very long time. I feel like I, I truly like, I, ha- I had a week. Okay. So it started off on Tuesday. I joined an extended household. Thank you. Me and the delightful Crash Wigley are, Wigley are now one household. Let it be known. Um, I did have many, many suitors. I did have many, you know, like, oh, come and, come and join my household. You know, I did have many invitations. And when it all came down to it, the only thing that I really am missing in this life is... Um, is uh, group singing and being able to go over to my friend's house on a Friday evening after choir, have a glass of wine and sing show tunes that I mean, like, if there's one thing this pandemic has really made me miss, it's that. Anyway, so I'm so I have joined. Well, the big leads have joined my household. Let's make it Let's make it seem like I um I put out anyway, um, like I put out anyway. So um so on Tuesday, um, Crash was like, we should do an in person like because we've been doing like Ru RuPaul RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars like Zoom catch ups. It's us and then it's like another another household. I don't know if I I don't know how expansive the world of this podcast is. Um, but like not, not yet on the podcast, the Dawson's were just like, okay. And so I was like, I was like, yeah, we should do it. Cause like, then it's like two households cause it's one extended household and then another household that we can socially distance. It'll be great. And Crash was like, great, we'll do it at your house. And I was like, okay, this was at six and everyone was like, we'll get there at eight. And I was like, great. That sounds like an absolute hellscape for me. So I truly like cleaned my kitchen, got in the shower, put on clothes, put on makeup, like cleaned my, cleaned my outdoor, cleaned my outdoor space and was like ready, willing, able. I hadn't eaten since like breakfast. I was like, (laughs) breakfast was at 11 AM, but you know, the, the world we live in anyway. So I was like ready gearing. Everyone showed up. I was like, I had a little bit of a headache. I was like, I'll just eat something and it'll be fine. So I ate something and I ate something and I was like, Oh, I feel, I feel worse. And so like, we're all talking outside and I'm like, I have to go throw up. So I go into the bathroom, I throw up and I'm like, well, I guess I've thrown up my single glass of wine. So I guess I can now like take some painkillers to stop the, stop the migraine that's currently like 
uh, currently um like you know like festering but not like 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 it's not full blown it's like it's like you know when a clematis is like on the way to bloom town and it's like budding up it's it's a yeah the migraine that is budding up inside my inside my brain anyway so i'm like I'm like, oh, what do I have? What do I have? And I was like, I don't want to take aspirin because it may like react poorly with the pizza that I just threw up. Anyway, so I'm like, I'm going to take some ibuprofen, which I think was the um, the worst idea I've ever made in my entire fucking life because the like dehydration of the wine alcohol thing really fought with the dehydration of me throwing up a bunch and like the like because ibuprofen is meant to like stop swelling and so um I think my my uh, truly it just made it worse and so I was like I was just sat there like dying and I was like it'll be fine in like 30 minutes guys because like usually I'll set a timer I'll this is the trick and I have said this on the podcast but you have to like set a timer and then you have to like you have to like you have to take your take your pills, set a timer, and then just wait for the timer to be up. And usually with like aspirin, I can just set a timer for thirty minutes and sit there in like a dark room for thirty minutes and just wait for it all to be better. And it usually does. It's usually quite nice. It's usually um a ten out of ten from me. Anyway, so I was like sat in like out outside, and I was like, this is it's not it's not getting any. And so thirty minutes went by, and I was like, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm going to need everyone to leave. And so everyone was like, yeah, yeah, no, you, yeah, we're, we need to leave now. And so I was like, thank you all for coming. I'm just going to, I'm just going to have a shower and wait for, I guess, the pain pills to really kick in. And so I go and I have a shower after everyone's left and I'm like, it'll get better. It'll get better. And then I'm like, and then I like go and like lie down in a dark room. And then I uh, realize that it's, not gonna get better oh no oh oh no and I throw up literally every single every single thing that I had eaten that day plus all of the fluid that I had drunk to kind of counteract the fact that I had a little bit of a headache like truly like gallons of water uh, just pouring out of me and I am like I am at one point and so like all of the the migraine and all of the pain is down the right side of my face. So I go and I like muster the strength to get back downstairs to get an ice pack for my face. I am literally like, I go, I go and I lie down in my, in my guest bedroom and I'm like, will this be better? And then I'm like, no, I gotta throw up again. So I go back to the toilet and there was just this like hour where I was like, using my like big towel as a pillow butt naked on the floor of my bathroom crying and holding an ice pack to the right side of my face like dear god let death come (laughs) it was awful it was awful and then the next morning crash was like hey i left my bag at yours i need to come get it and i was like oh no and so i like look in the mirror and i have because usually when I throw up, I am not like a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, like a, like a hard, like, I'm a hard vomiter. I'm sorry if this is a disgusting start to the episode. Um, but I mean, <laughs> truly at this point last year or two years ago, I was talking about when I had diarrhea for the ice dead foot. So I don't know what you expect from this podcast. Anyway, anyway, so I'm like... 
I so I, I like whenever I vomit, I usually vomit really hard because it'll be like a it 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 won't come from a from a grounded place. It will come exactly from the pressure buildup behind my eyes and burst all of the blood vessels in my face. Like usually it's like around the eyes. Um, oh my goodness, my eyes are so beautiful today. I put on makeup and I'm like, who is this enchanting woman? Oh. Um, usually it's like around my eyes and it'll go after like a day. This was all over my face. Like all of the blood vessels, all the way like in my forehead, all the way down the side of my face, all the way down my neck were like burst. And so there were just red dots everywhere all over my face it was very upsetting to look at it's um it's kind of on its way out right now it's it's 90 percent gone i think at this point at this juncture it's 90 percent gone but it was um it was it was horrible anyway i truly like so i spent the next three days being like i need to drink as much water as i can rehydrate and just sort of hold on and um and I was just like, I just felt fucking awful for two days. For like the first day, I was like this, like truly like bewildered for the first day. I was like, I like, I truly was like, I think I walked to the allotment or something. No, I don't think I did. I think I, no, I definitely did something on the Wednesday. I truly, because I was like dressed or whatever. I think I went and did a food shop and I like... <laughs> I like got dressed and everything and I was walking to like little and I was like wait so you're telling me I had the worst migraine of my entire fucking life at with like like at some point in the evening I fell asleep in my guest bedroom holding an ice pack to the side of my head like I don't <laughs> Like, truly, while I was on the floor of the bathroom naked crying, there was, like, helicopters flying overhead for, like, an hour. I don't mean to be dramatic, but it just sort of, like, it finds me. I'm just a magnet for it at this point. Anyway, so I was like, you're telling me that I had the worst migraine of my entire fucking life, and it's only Wednesday, I just, I wanted, I wanted the week to be over and that to be like, congratulations, you did it. <laughs> you did it. It's Monday now, you know, like you got, you've got two days off and then haha, it's back to, I guess, the rest of the week because I don't really do anything. But hey, here we are. Here we are. At long last, my years of being unsuccessful and un, 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 underbooked are really starting to pay off with my skills that I've accumulated through um, having to kill time, you know? Anyway, oh my goodness. So that was, that, that was my Tuesday. And then like Wednesday, my neighbor was like, are you working again? And I was like, no, <laughs> like it's mainly, my work is, is crowds and the elderly. I don't, I'm not going to be working. I'm, or so I thought, or so I thought because um, Friday evening, Friday evening I'm a truly this is like no we're gonna get we're gonna get to the thing that you came for but I'm gonna make you work for it hi we're dating now um I'm standing up to record this podcast episode does the energy feel different tweet me um t tweet me tweet me anyway so um so Friday evening, the delightful Crash Wiggly comes over because her piano doesn't doesn't have a middle D. It just doesn't it just doesn't sound. Um, so she, we did choir practice um, over Zoom from my house, and then we got takeout, and then we watched Hamilton. Um, 
which was um, truly like, I don't know about you, but I've come full circle in this whole like, in this whole lockdown situation. Like I, you know, like at the beginning where you were like, I gotta wear clothes. I gotta, you know, I gotta put on makeup. I gotta be nice. And then like in the middle, you were like, I, I am, I am never, I'm never leaving the house. So this is, I'm never seeing any of the people I love ever again. So I don't need to wear, wear like, a waistband and now I'm like look at me I'm a fashion queen you know anyway 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 so um we watched Hamilton and I have to tell you about Hamilton um because I know a lot of people will want my opinion on Hamilton and I know that my opinion will be I don't know middle of the road middle of the road um we <laughs> as two people watching Hamilton with some takeout I got um I got curry it was great actually it was really good it was from Chili's you know Chili's um yeah five out of five stars I bought way too much because I did so you know on Just Eat where it's like what are your previous orders I was like I'm just gonna do the previous order because like I know it's vegetarian I know it's like in more than enough for two people I know that it'll come like on time and I know that it'll be like really ta- really tasty and something something for everyone so I just ordered the exact same again it is truly enough for maybe five people I this it's Sunday today and I still have leftovers that's um that that's the crux of crux of the argument I ate the rice don't worry I know people worry about like keeping rice for too long but yeah I the rice was was day two so it's okay it's it's okay anyway um so we watched Hamilton all three hours of it well no it's it's two hours and 40 minutes which is long um it's not long for a musical but when you're like watching it and you're like oh boy like we truly like I, I was like we have to start it bang on seven thirty, otherwise we will finish it at like past my bedtime and I will be like I'm I'm asleep now. I'm so sorry. Good night. Anyway, so um yeah, we watched Hamilton. I um controversially, I uh don't don't think I liked Hamilton. Well, okay. So our main our main thing it's it's kind of like a fast loud Wikipedia page. It's like somebody was like, "Yeah, but who is this person?" and she was like, "I built an orphanage." <laughs> you know, it's it's truly like it's it's just it's it's so fast and it's so loud that you're like wait but what no but what is like but like this it's a lot you know it's just sort of like it's a biopic is what Crash described it as and I was like yep um but to be fair it seems more like a dare than like like a show you know it seems like somebody dared Lin-Manuel Miranda to like write a biopic musical a hip hop a hip hopera as you will um featuring Beyonce um write a hip hopera about a about a, a historical figure and Lin-Manuel Miranda was like yeah I'll take anything that's my Lin-Manuel Miranda impression I'm not throwing away my shuttle um I'm trying I'm gonna try and do his cry noise because that a fucking destroyed (laughs) destroyed us um yeah it seems like because it's like not written in a way that is like healthy like it's not written in a way that's like oh yeah you could do this eight shows a week and it would be completely sustainable and enjoyable to do it's truly like hey let's make it as difficult and complicated and fast and speaky fast as 
possible. Like, truly, the only person having fun in this is David Diggs, and the only person who is actually winning in this musical is Jonathan Groff playing King George, question mark? Um... The only reason I say this is he comes out at the beginning, sings a song. Everything else is a like is a reprise. Everything else he comes out like three times. Both of them, two of them in this first half, and then like once in the beginning of the second half, and then he can just go home. You know, like he has one costume. He has literally one song. People are thrilled to see him. Um, In this movie version, in the recorded version, you can tell that Jonathan Groff is done with the quote unquote jokes. He's just like, he's, he is tired of of the like, I guess like, how long was the run? Like, like a year at this point or something crazy? Something lucu. Um, He's like... He's like very, he's very done with like the ha 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 ha, here are all the jokes I have. Um, it's, it's, um, it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Anyway, I would, if I was, um, ever cast in a Hamilton production, I would be that character because you get to go home at intermission or like slightly past intermission. And also, um, very few words to learn. Very few words to learn. Also, it's truly like, okay, so there's no like real plot. Um, And then at the end, like I watched a lot of TikToks about it because it was all my, it was all my For You page was on TikTok for like the couple of weeks after it came out. And at the end, the like, the moral of the musical is that Lin-Manuel Miranda told Eliza, whatever her name is, I'm going to say the Skyler sisters, Eliza Skyler. Thank you. Um, like told her story. Um, that's like the end of the musical. And it's like, if that was the, if that was the thing that you wanted, why didn't you do that? You know, because, uh, she didn't really like get, get a, get a lot. Like there wasn't really, you know, like any real development for her or anything for her to really do you know we didn't really hear anything from her um um it was it was wild sam do you my mother text me have something harping and weddingy that you can use in the background question mark um what an adventure what an adventure anyway um yeah, it's just like, it, it's it's too damn wordy. There is no, like, and it's not even like the words that you would like to use. It's just words that are there for the sake of being words. Like, you know how, like, when you're writing, like, this is me being full of myself, but you know, like, when you're writing, like, a story or something to tell on stage, you have these experiences, too. You're also a comedic harpist. But, you know, when you're writing, like, like a joke or a story or something, you try and, like, condense it as short and sweet with as few words as possible so that all of the meaning and everything gets through in, like, a little tiny chunk so that it allows room for, like, the audience this is the opposite of that. This is like, how many filler words can we put in? Um, it's, 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 it's wild. But most importantly, um, I think the thing that is the worst about Hamilton is the fact that none of the ballads are good. Um, I know, um, (laughs) 
I know there's that one that George Washington sings who is like, I have so many lives to live, you know, or whatever it is where he's like, in just no time at all. It's that, but it's not, you know, he's like, hey, it's time to start living, you know, but but he's but it's not Pippin. It's Hamilton. And there's something happening. Um, Dear Theodorja, what's it like in New York City? That one um, is wild. (laughs) That one is wild in like the second act where, um, oh my God, what is his name? Um, that, that guy who plays the thing, you've either seen it or you don't care, um, is like singing and he's like doing this lovely job of this very like wordy and overwrought ballad that Lin-Manuel Miranda has, um, written. Um, and Lin-Manuel Miranda comes out as Hamilton and he's like, cry cry singing he's doing a lot of cry singing and it is horrible it's horrible he does it like four times and the first time I was like what is happening and the second time Crash was like what is happening and the third time we both went oh Jesus at like in unison it is horrible like it's and he's not like it's just it's it's such a like it's such a like demanding musical that I do not think he was prepared for it's like it's just sort of like it's it's wild it's it's just wild anyway the the best parts are when the Skylar sisters are singing um except for the ballad in the second act that Eliza sings and I believe it is called Burn where she sings as the opening I'm removing myself from the narrative um Okay, let me tell you about songwriting. As someone who has famously written a musical, Helen's Ready, which is, I don't know, maybe the the main influence for Hamilton. Well, it might be. I mean, there's very little talking and a lot of singing. So, you know, there's also all my rapping. Um, I was, because um, Christmas is coming, you know. Ah, you got to get ahead of it, you know. it's rapping with a w and flower with a u you bitch um (laughs) i um that's gonna be a very niche reference and those of you who haven't seen helen's ready yet i don't know what you're doing it's been two weeks anyway i think it's been three i don't it could have been six months there's no way of knowing anyway um as a ballad writer, okay, this is just as someone who is a a, a staunch musical theatre critic, you know? I am Beverly Knight at the London Palladium. Thank you. Um, why? We'll talk about that in a second. We'll talk about that in a second. We have time. Anyway, I was just like, like, when you are writing a song that's a ballad and the action is is that she is burning all of the letters. You put the burning of all of the letters in the latter half of the song. You put the emotional weight in the beginning. You put like a little bit of, a little bit of context, like, like, oh, here I am. I saw that you cheated and got blackmailed by that guy. And um, I'm real angry about it. And then you put all of the like emotion in the middle with maybe, hey, a little tiny sprig of metaphor, a little tiny zhuzh of simile, you know, a little, a little tiny bit of artistic linguistical use, like something interesting that isn't exactly what she's doing, you know, because she is 
literally telling the audience exactly what she is doing. And throughout this entire musical, every single singer and every single person is telling the audience exactly what they are doing. Like, it's just that we don't need it. We're watching them do it. You know, there's no like real symbolism. There's like, like, not real symbol, but like, real like authentic like there's no there's no like there's there's no um there's no artistic like veneer put onto the story it's a wikipedia article it's wild it's just like it's a lot of i would say the first half is a lot of fun second half could do it without it. Um, I could have could have gone home after the after the interval, but you know, here we are. Um, anyway, it was just like, it's just like, it it, it just, you know, it's just, everything could have used like a second draft. You know, the wrapping was fine. Um, could I make out any of it? Yeah. Um, was I, was I paying that much attention? Kind of. Yes. Yes. Actually. Yes. I put my phone in a different room. I was paying top notch attention after I had finished my curry. Thank you. Um, anyway, Hamilton, um, I don't know, like a three out of five, three out of five for me. Um, was it good? What is it bad? Um, I, I think it was definitely, definitely overhyped. I also think there was like the, the, the criticism that like, now it's like, oh boy, you know, it's, it's very much like a, like a history teacher trying to make a fun presentation for the kids being like, and now we're rapping. My name's Hamilton and I'm here to say, um, I had sex with a married lady, um, with my constituent member, you know? Anyway, um, <laughs> that's the plot of Hamilton. I'm sorry. I've ruined history for you, you know? Anyway, anyway, um, it's just like, I think my main, I just, you know, yeah, I've forgotten completely what I was going to say at the start of the sentence. And here we are. Urgh, when has that ever happened to you? Never, because you don't speak anymore. Anyway, um, what I'm trying to tell you is that you should go watch Hamilton. Just for Lin-Manuel Miranda doing his cry laughy, doing his cry singing. Cause he's like, uh, it's quiet uptown. It's, um, horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. Um, it's, it's incredible. It'll also, he's truly like written a musical where he's everyone in the, everyone in the musical is like, oh my God, he's so amazing. No, but really, have you seen him? He's like, he's like so smart. He's like so smart. And then to be like, I am the lead and I am so smart. It's just like, wow. (laughs) Wow. Also, it's like the, the, like, I don't know, like the casting, like people of color to play what essentially was a all white history is, um, I, I just, it feels it feels dated, you know, it feels like, wow, 2016, there's going to be a lady president, you know, that's what it sounds, that's what it feels like. Whereas now it's like, no, half of, most of these people owned people and, um, you know, like, yikes, (laughs) 
Yikes. It seems like something like a cool teacher would do. Be like, yeah, we're rapping. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, if Le Memoir Miranda would like to fight, um, I will see him outside. Uh, I know how much he enjoys Cardiff. So um, I will see you in the streets, sir, and we will fight. Um, <laughs> we will fight and I will do my best impression of you in Mary Poppins. Oh, I'm Mary Poppins in it. Like, truly, wow. Anyway, um, trip a little light, fantastic. More like trip a little light and go home and go down a ditch. Uh, trip a little light on your way, on your way into a, into a house, I guess. I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not at the top of my game, but hey, I'm not in the middle of my game. I am at the bottom. Anyway, I did a wedding this week. Thank you. 30 minutes in and I've just started talking about it. I can really run my mouth for a long time. Isn't that a, isn't that a curse? Anyway, um, I did my, so they did not tell this bride that she could have the wedding until Thursday and the wedding was today on Sunday. And I was like, oh boy, like truly she like, text me on she emailed me on Friday and was like the wedding is on and I was like what and she was like the the ceremony the ceremony is on call me and I was like uh, okay and so I was like what do, what do you want like let's go let's go I'm excited and so like truly we pulled it to we pulled it off we pulled it together um she uh picked everything that I just could do so that was fine um it was it was wild. No, it was fine. It was it was fine. Here are some things that I learned from doing my first socially distanced wedding ceremony. Um, in the last, my first performance, my first public performance in the last five months. Uh, firstly, I don't have the upper body strength anymore. I was doing like a weird Kath and Kim voice while I was packing up to go to this wedding. And I was just like, ah, stress. I don't have the strength anymore. I truly like, I got my harp in the car and I was like, I, I got it on the, on the side of the road. And I was like, here we go. I'm going to lift it into the car. See how easy it is. It'll be fine. And I lifted it. And then I just went, Fuck, that's heavy. Um, I just don't have the upper body strength anymore. Actually, I was doing that, you know, like the posh characters that they have in Kath and Kim, where they're like, oh, oh, I just don't have the strength anymore. Sarf. I love that. (laughs) Kath and Kim would recommend Hamilton. Nah. Um, Spend more time on Kath and Kim, I hear you say. All right, then. (laughs) Anyway, um... So I drive to this wedding. I'm like, here we are. It's Branwyn Hall. The I did not know that the main hall is completely inaccessible. Like I had to I had to go up a flight of stairs which were like quite shallow stairs so they were easy to get up. And then there was a giant staircase that was again like shallow steps, but still like shallow steps but still like too many steps and so I get up there the guy who's like on security helps me and then I like set my little self up I'm like living my truth all of the the registrars come in we're having a blast and then the videographer and photographer come in and they're both wearing masks and I was like wait was I supposed to be wearing a mask (laughs) was I supposed was I supposed I'm truly like no I'm I'm here to be photographed I don't know about you but I am a model I'm literally a model and this photographer classic male photographer was like was like 
oh yeah i just i could not find this place so like i'm from cardiff and i was like mm, bitch <laughs> same <laughs> and he was like oh well i mean it's i was like and i was like it's just so exciting to be able to like work for the first time in five months and he was like well i i never really stopped and i was like wow 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 bragging okay i can tell we're not going to be friends um can tell we're not going to be friends and i will not be photographed in a flattering light and i will not be videographed in a flattering light anyway um it was uh it was great it was it was it was a wedding ceremony they weren't doing any readings so we didn't have to listen to any uh readings you know the one that's like today's the day you will always remember the happiest in anyone's life you start off the day just two people in love and end it as husband and wife and then there's like three other verses and you're like wow (laughs) anyway anyway um so I, I did that and then I um I I got in my I got in my little car and I had my little sandwiches and then I drove home. Well I drove home while eating my little sandwiches. That's my favorite thing about working is eating in my car. Uh because it there are no calories when you're in your car, you know? <laughs> there are no calories in my household, but you know, there's no calories doubly in my car. It feels like I'm doing something, you know. I need the I need the the brain power for the for the for the driving you know for for the driving anyway um i think the real thing that i oh also i'm incredible at playing harp so it wasn't really difficult to kind of get back into uh playing harp uh, for people because i am famously like a prodigy i don't know about you but i am amazing at it like i don't I don't often toot my own horn, (laughs) but I do regularly lie. So (laughs) I am so full of shit. I need to take more fiber supplements. Jesus Christ. Anyway, I am incredible at playing harp. So the harp part was not hard. You know, what was really hard. I got home and I got to my street and I was like, I haven't parallel parked in five months. I truly had to park at the end of the street and just be like, well, I guess, I guess I'm just going to walk from here. <laughs> so I'm just like, no, I just I haven't done it in such a long time. And Sunday is like the day that everyone who has a car and works like is off. So like Sunday afternoons are the worst time to try and find parking on my street because it's like so many people also there are no lines on my street it's just like assumed parallel parking and so people will like park like two meters away from other cars meaning that like in front of my house right now there's three cars in what could accommodate like could accommodate like like five um it's a it's a blessing and a curse to be a musician it's a it's a joy anyway it was nice to get out my house and uh see the world and see the people and uh, play some music. And it's also nice to be in a different acoustic. Oh my God, I've missed being in a different acoustic. Truly, truly. Anyway, um, this has been an episode of Hyperlocal Celebrity with me, Sam Hickman. Um, I hope you enjoyed all of my vomit talk. And um, <laughs> I, uh, I'm feeling much better now. I'm going to go have a shower and take off my makeup. And um I hope that you um, you have a good Monday, I guess. Happy week of the start, you know? 
Bye-bye.